welcome to Today at the G1. My name's James Troopney. I hope you're enjoying the G1 as much as I am. I've had a fantastic time watching this wrestling extravaganza, mostly by myself this year, as our team isn't really as together as it would like to be thanks to COVID and lockdown and having to actually work and catch up with money. I am very lucky to be able to do this by myself, really. In that sense, I'm working a lot harder than I used to. Still not quite as hard as I was pre-COVID. I have a lot less work than I did then, but I'm mostly doing okay. And I thank you for your support on Patreon.com. If you go to Patreon, Troopany Show on the Patreon, you can support us there and make sure the show stays free forever for everyone and Wrestling Rewind and, of course, the Troopany Show. So, today we're in Hiroshima at the Sun Plaza. Uh, no attendance yet on the cage match, but Yoshi Suji and Yui Uemura went to a 15-minute time limit draw in a bit of a banger, I have to say. I really enjoyed this. These two are putting some good matches together. It's really watchable stuff. Um, and, yeah, just fun. Fun, fun match to watch. And fun match that was well put together. Two equally charged wrestlers. And it's kind of like showed how much Suji's got on. Oh, come on, he couldn't beat Uemura at the beginning of the tour. And now he seems to have got the handle on him. But he can't beat Gabriel Kidd either. So this was an interesting layout to a match I thoroughly enjoyed. Next up was Hiroki Goto and Toriyanu, who lost in 18 seconds. Sad times. Kind of predictable, though. The Chaos guys know each other very, very well. They tagged together. They wrestled each other a lot in this summer. So, yeah, it was kind of predictable. The king of pro wrestling champion would fall to Hiroki Goto. Can't really say an awful lot more about that, except it does put Yano in a bit of a hole. They're all catching up now. They're all on about six points. Next up was Sonada, who's on a bit of a run. 14 minutes and 31 seconds it took to beat Zack Sabre Jr. in a bit of a shock win. Not in the sense that I didn't expect Sonata to win. I kind of did expect Sonata to win. He's been on the run in the tournament. He's starting to pick up points. Sabre Jr. is far enough ahead. It was kind of a needed win for Sonata. What my point was, no big finisher, just a pinfall win um, trying to get through. And Sabre Jr. was still fresh. He was still attacking Sonata once the pin had come through. He thought it was a two-guard count. It was a nice, lovely finish. It was very, very close. That's the kind of match you really want to see. Next up was Evil versus Juice Robinson. This wasn't great. It was a bit stilted. They're both kind of ploddy spot wrestlers, and this was a ploddy spot wrestling match. It was not bad. There was nothing dreadful about it. There were a couple of blown spots. I think it's probably going to get a lot of negativity because it's Evil and Juice Robinson. who seem to get a lot of negativity about their wrestling, but perfectly fine match as far as I was concerned. I like Evil, and I like Deuce Robinson, and they wrestled each other, and it was good. Doesn't really say an awful lot about story-wise, though. There's not an awful plot to it, except for Deuce is kind of in a hole again. He's lost one, one long lost one, one long lost one. So, yeah. It wasn't a great night of wrestling all around. The next match was a lot better. Tetsuya Nato defeats Yoshihashi. There's a long history between these two. They both debuted for New Japan Pro Wrestling on the same day. And Tetsuya Nato was the... Well, I say they debuted. They didn't debut. They went to... They passed their rookie test. They got to the dojo on the same day. And Yoshihashi has had a long and winding road to stardom. And this is really the high point of his career. This G1 tournament, he's done better win rates, win-loss rates... But this is by far the best performances he's put in. And he puts in another brilliant match with Tetsuya Naito today. They're both tired, and you can tell. We saw some blown spots in the Sonata match the other night from Naito. 
and it was much the same here. It was kind of scrappy. It was good. It was a good scrappy. It wasn't as crisp as I would like it, but there was a palpable feeling that Yoshihashi could pull off an upset, and Nato did his absolute best to make that a believable thing. It wasn't a direct finish. He kind of screwed up the Destino, to which the point Yoshihashi delivered a Northern Lights bomb from hell. I don't know where he got that from, but that was brilliant. Um, it was a bit ploddy because they are both very tired. We're 10 nights in, we're halfway through the tour. They haven't got the kick of adrenaline in yet. So 24 minutes was probably a bit long, but it was another great performance from Yoshihashi. Tetsuya Nato wasn't... He didn't. He can sometimes, if he goes against a lesser opponent, he can switch off, but I don't think he did. Cage Match Guys gave it 6.4. I think it was better than that. I think it was worth more than that, but certainly it was a perfectly serviceable and watchable match, and it kind of sets Nato up now. He's kind of caught up again. I'm just trying to think. Because they didn't put the, the numbers in... Uh, let me think, who was the one we were on? Night 10, so the last even number night would be there. So that would put Juice Robinson, he lost, so that puts him on 6. Torriano, he lost, so that puts him on 6. Zack Sabre Jr. is still on 4. Hiroki Goto won, he's on 4. Uh, Yoshi Hashi lost, so he's still on 2. Evil won, so he's on 6. Kenta, uh, well, I'll come to that in a second. Uh, Sonada won, so he's on 4. And Nato one, so he's on eight, leading the block now. Uh, the other two people in that is Taroshi Tanahashi, who defeated Kenta. Uh, I'll just make sure that I got that right before I go any further. Not mislead you. In a bit of a corker, I will say. Hiroshi Tanahashi takes the win, which again puts Kenta on the back foot. But Tanahashi is now second in the group. He has six points. We're halfway through this tournament. 14 tends to win you the block. 12 is sometimes good enough, and with this field, it's very spread out and very evenly paced, and they've tried to make the lesser guys a lot more of a threat this year to keep the interest up, because, you know, normally a guy like Yoshihashi would get 6 points, maybe 8 points, but there's no big John Moxley this year, there is no Tamatonga, there's no a, there's a bunch of guys who just can't come and do the G1 because of the COVID restrictions, so especially in this block, I think we're trying to see a bit of an even run to the championship. I don't think you're going to get a standout winner. NATO is getting there. Um, but I think, you know, when Okada was champion, he's kind of gone into it looking pretty good and holding himself steady. So I don't know. We will see. I am intrigued for sure about what will happen with this tournament. I really, I kind of pick winners and I, I'm kind of starting to, to hear away from it. I always pick Okada to win because he's my favorite wrestler in New Japan. And I still think he could win it, but he's a long way from it. And he's not really on form. He's not putting in G1 winning performances at the moment. And NATO could win it, but why would you? Because he's got everything else. I'm wondering if they're going to go and break out somebody like they did do with the New Japan Cup with Evil. Because I don't think Evil's worked out the way they want him to yet. Or they might reaffirm somebody like Jay White. I think Jay White winning it would actually be quite good for his career. Because he had one championship run. And the G1... It's kind of nearly seen as on a level with the World Championship. If you win the G1, you have done exceptionally well. You know, It was Masahiro Masa Chono's career in the G1 that made him a legend. So I think a win for Jay White would be interesting. It's how we get there, and if it is going to be Jay White. I mean, Okada Nato is the big story to tell at Wrestle Kingdom with a proper build, which we didn't really get last year. But I'm not sure that that works out this year. I think Nato wants a change because you can hold off that big payday uh, till later in the year I, mean, I doubt we're going for two days at the Tokyo Dome this year just because of the logistical nightmare it would be but yeah, we'll see what happens but the G1 is planning out to be very interesting 
We have more wrestling tomorrow, I think. I will just check my timetable and do a review here. I'm going to look at New Japan World and see what's happening tomorrow. Or do I have an off night? I hope I have an off night in one sense, because I've got a meeting to do, and I've got to get some work caught up on tomorrow night. Uh, October the 7th, October the 8th. Oh, schedule, here we go. October 6th, 7th, 8th. Yeah, we've got October the 9th. 3am uh, British summertime. Oh, that's New Japan Strong. That's Friday night. Uh, October the 8th. Oh, 7th tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, we're back at Hiroshima. Um, and then on the 8th, on Tuesday, we're at Okayama. And then on the 10th, we're in Osaka. So catching up. And then on the 11th as well, we're in Aichi. And then we get Monday off. And we're back in uh, Hamamatsu. We've got the closing run then. And you can just hear in the background the theme music, which shows you I've gone past 10 minutes, which I didn't think I would do with today's show because it was awfully short and it wasn't that great. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening to the Troopany show. Oh, sorry, listening to today at the G1 with me, James Troopany. I'm going to post this now and hopefully you get to hear it soon. And take care and I'll be back with another G1 show tomorrow. Bye. Mm-hmm.